Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest, well, we sit down and we rank a topic in Star Wars. Pretty simple. Get it, got it good today. My special guest via the magic of the internet. All the way from beautiful Atlanta, GA, it is Alex Damon of Star Wars Explained. Hey, what's up, Ken? So happy to have you here, man. We always love having you here in Force Center. 
I know you and I, maybe we're going to be doing some battling over Star Wars trivia again soon. I don't know if that's a spoiler cat out of the bag, but I think I want one more shot at you. Oh, I wasn't going to say anything at all, but if that's what you want, then that's what you'll get. If I if I'm not do a shot, I'll fight for a shot. Uh, <laughs> Alex, of course, is the Star Wars movie trivia champion for uh, the movie trivia Schmodown. You are a regular top uh, one or two or three finisher over the Dragon Con Star Wars trivia, uh, right? Have you ever won it? Have you won it yet? Uh, that wound is still fresh. It's very and fresh that's why right I'm, now. Kid. That's why I'm bringing it up. I'm getting <laughs> in your head already. Yeah, you are. You're playing mind games with me already. Uh, <laughs> no, I've never won it, but uh, every year. Except for this year, I guess I, I've done a little bit better. So two years in a row now, I've got second place. Well, look, uh, let's be honest. I don't know if I could uh, even top ten in that one because that one is an all-encompassing trivia battle. I am mostly just a, a, a movie guy when it comes to trivia. So you know, kudos to you, sir. Kudos Thanks. You. It is a lot of fun, and it's just ridiculous questions, like for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. Just digging deep, digging deep. What's the question you lost on this year? Uh, this year it was name the other. Twi'lek member of the Max Rebo band, not Ula. And yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not know that. And I actually lost to a friend of mine. So on, on our channel, we did a video about Lin Me. That's the answer. We did a video right. about her together. That's right. That's right. I did see that that clip. Uh, so there you go. You'll be ready next year. And now we all know that character's name. Yeah, I'll never forget it. You never forget it. You'll never forget it. I'll never forget that Luke Skywalker, uh, you know, sequence and quote that I missed in uh, our final battle. Uh, oh, man, I was going to say the exact same thing. When you asked <laughs> to repeat the question, I was like, what game is he playing? Yeah, uh, forgot it, but now it's forever in my brain. So on today's Star Wars Rank, we're going to do what we did recently with Geek Girl Diva when she was a guest. Uh, she's been on a couple times. Her last time, we did the Pick Your Own Crew Star Wars Rank, where me and my guests are going to have a scenario uh, that we kind of came up with together. And then we're going to pick five characters, though today there's a little special number six one that we both get. We'll explain in a second. Uh, we'll qu Star Wars explain in a second. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to form a little crew. So, Alex, uh, are you ready? for this Star Wars ranked? I'm very ready. This is going to be fun. All right, so the scenario is, the last time we did an extraction, a rebel spy needing to get out. This time, because of this news of the, the Mandalorian drop and the John Favreau executive-produced live-action series, Alex, I know you and Molly over there at Star Wars Explained are really excited about this series, right? Oh, yeah. This sounds great. Absolutely, it does, and I, I, I'm in the same boat. I think we all are. Just sounds really cool. Great director uh, uh, lineup so far, from what we know, and then uh, the cast, based on rumors, we'll see if it's true. Uh, looking pretty good too. So you're you're excited about that stuff as well, Alex, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm one of those people that have always thought the Mandalorians were cool. I feel like sometimes people are like, they don't really do much. Like Boba Fett, I mean, he doesn't really do much, but he sure. looks so cool. So I I'm all about the armor and the the mystique of it all. That's right, and the Star Wars thirteen thirteen inspired armor it would it would appear to seem so. In honor of that, because John Favreau gathered his crew of directors, and he's got writers, and he's getting his crew together as cast. We are building this crew set in a similar kind of thing. From what we know, uh, we are going to the dusty plains of Tatooine, and we're going to each form a crew of well. Could be outlaws, could be bounty hunters, could be heroes, could be villains, a crew, a little posse to go out and take on a crime syndicate 
that is harassing a town on Tatooine. Does it sound familiar? Yes, it does. This was a a little bit of the storyline that Cobb Vant had in the Aftermath series by Chuck Wendig. And Alex, we didn't really talk about this before, but I love that interlude storyline of Cobb Vant. Are you into that one as well? Super into it, yeah. I mean, I like the idea of someone kind of picking up the mantle of Boba Fett and that they... I guess are hinting that Boba Fett is still alive, but for whatever reason dropped his armor and like there's a lot of questions raised, but just focusing on Cobb himself, I think he's a really cool guy. (laughs) Just like he's out there for justice. He is. He's out there for justice. And sure, for those who didn't read it, eh, maybe we don't want to spoil it, but hey, just go along with us on this. Cobb Vanth, this uh, former uh, slave on Tatooine is what we kind of know about him or learn eventually. Uh, He barters and then kind of just gets the Boba Fett armor, what we believe. It's not expressly stated, but you get what it is. It's on Tatooine. The Jawas seem to have found some armor at the destroyed Sarlacc pit. He takes it and he kind of becomes a lawman. Uh, at this place called Freetown on Tatooine. He takes on these crime syndicates, these mining uh, syndicates that uh, are now taking over Tatooine. So uh, that is uh, where we're at. And, and he goes out and defends. He he gets on his crew, Malakili, the Rancor Keeper. And it's all really cool. Whether or not it factors into the Mandalorian at all, eh, I don't know about that. But uh, Alex, are you ready? We formed a crew. And here's the thing. Cobb Vanth will be our sheriff on each team. We each get... Cobb Vanth, right? Yes. That was your idea, and I'll give you full credit for it. Well, we didn't want to fight over him, so we just (laughs) said, let's both take him. So Cobb Vanth has rounded up a little posse, a posse of justice. He's out to save the day. So, Alex, uh, I want to start with your number five person on your crew. Uh, Well, I figure a droid, and specifically an astromech droid, is always someone that you need in the Star Wars universe. I mean, look at R2-D2. He's saving the day constantly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went with Chopper, though, because we know that he is still useful as a droid, but we have seen him. He's he's handy with a blaster as well. I mean, the the droid is a murder machine in Star Wars Rebels. He, He basically exists so that he can kill stormtroopers and the human characters don't always have to. So I I feel like he would fit in quite well with this group that we're building. That's an excellent point. And, you know, Chopper has grown into a favorite here at Force Center. When we were a little dubious, I used to, you know, uh, insult him, call him Chopper the fart bot, which is interesting because now <laughs> we know it's, it was Filoni's voice farting it up for Chopper there. But he, he grew, and I, I grew with Joseph Scrimshaw in that episode where Chopper was really upset about wanting his leg back, and he went to all out to get it back. A new side emerged, and, you, and Chopper really is a war veteran. Yeah. Yeah, he's from the Clone Wars. And like yeah. you see, he even has kind of a PTSD about it when he, he sees his crashed X or crashed Y Wing. Yeah. Oh, those Y Wings. So I think that's a great choice. Uh, he's gotten in some action here in Force Center before. He was uh, on the databank brawl where Matt Belknap put a cape on him. Uh, and then Cat uh, uh, and Shaler sent uh, the Force Center crew uh, handmade chopper Funko Pops with the cape. It's sitting on my shelf right now. So I think that's a great number five chopper to start Alex's crew. My number five, well, you're going to probably have to pay him some money. Cobb Vance is probably going to have to recruit him, but I think he's shown that he can do good, and that is the bounty hunter, the great Wookiee bounty hunter, Black Chrysanthemum. 
I love this character, the scar over the eye, introduced in the Vader comic, working with Boba Fett. And yeah, you know, he's kind of a villain, but I think he's he's a bounty hunter. He's on his own. When he teams up later with Afra, he does do some good. So I think Cobb Vanth, maybe with a little bit of money and maybe a little bit of appealing to his Wookiee soul, I think Black Chrysanthemum would uh, be a great, powerful start to the team. What do you think? I completely agree. And I mean, one of the things I love about that character is his name. And I think there was an interview somewhere where people asked Kieran Gillen, who created the character, how do you say Kersantan? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of wrote it down and <laughs> it didn't care. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I, it, he's, again, a perfect fit for kind of a not quite outlaw, not like a, a gray area. I think he'd go wherever the money took him. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what I'll tell you, that's a character, too. We talk about characters that we want to see spring to life from the books and the comics to live action. There's a lot. Uh, and we're going to actually do, Joseph and I are going to be doing a Star Wars ranked on that soon. Uh, so I don't want to spoil my list. Some people out there listening might know, maybe even my number one. But uh, Black Chrysanthemum uh, might end up being on that list for me as well because he's just intriguing. He's imposing. I love the design. And, yeah, we're used to Chewbacca, uh, you know, Chief Tarful, all these good Wookiees, Sagwa now. Uh, but Black Chrysanthemum, he's, he's a little conflicted. He's got a different path, and I like that about him. And he's, well, he's just damn strong. He feels like a character that could pop into live action. I feel like the, the Wookiees, I mean, some of them, like, I feel like Ahsoka would be tough mm-hmm. to translate because I would want Ashley Eckstein to yeah. be playing her, basically. But... I don't know. I I think it would be harder to do a humanoid alien than it would just a Wookiee because you make a big black Wookiee suit, (laughs) throw some braids on him and scars, and there he is. I agree. I agree. So that is my number five. My team has begun. You've got Chopper. I got Black Chrysanthemum. Your number four. Uh, I picked someone who I found to be very versatile in Solo, uh, Mm. and I wish that we got to see more of him. I I went with Rio because he's a jack of all trades. He is a great pilot. He has four arms with which to shoot. And you even see him do that. <laughs> yeah. He can quadruple wield and he is a great cook. Oh, that's, I didn't even think about that angle. This crew might have to be out and about on their own for a while. And he's going to take care of their food needs. Right. I'm kind of thinking of people trekking out on the fathers, I guess not horses, <laughs> but they're, they're out for a while and someone's got to handle the actual, you know, keeping everyone alive. Mm, and he'll I'll not only that. feed you, but he'll make it taste good. Yeah, and and you know he's he's entertaining. He's you're gonna have some good conversation. Ooh, yeah, a girl. Does she have sharp teeth? He's gonna be fun. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I and you said you, you, a little bit of a pilot, a little bit jack of all trades, but morale around camp. He might be he might be best suited for that. Totally like agree. That. So that's your number four, Rio Durant. Yeah, and you're right. You know what? I know we all talk about some of the other characters in Solo we want to live longer, but Rio, it's a little love for Rio living longer. Yeah. I, I was not expecting everyone to just bite it on that train heist. <laughs> I love, I'm talking about, it, I love the concept of that. I love the train heist, but I love Lawrence Kasdan saying, look, this is Han Solo's first foray into the criminal world and it should cost something. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it happens so fast in the movie. A lot of people uh, were a little taken back by that there. So Rio's, but Rio's alive and well, part of your crew here. So my number four is, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of an obvious one when you think about it. If you're forming up a, a, a posse for justice, uh, doing a little, uh, you know, part of the, the good team here, we need ourselves, if Cobb Vanth fancies himself a sheriff, we need a constable. I'm going Constable Zuvio. I am sending a message to Jakku. 
and, and bringing him over here to Tatooine so we can have someone who believes in truth, justice, and the Jakku way. Uh, we know, oh, don't know much about Zuvio under the, other than he, the cult of Zuvio is alive and well. And, and many of us have that figure and that's all we have. We clutch our Zuvio figures wondering what could have been, but now I'm going to say, here's what could have been. He would have been uh, the one who really keep the crew going, keep them in the line. Uh, Black Chrysanthemum might get out of uh, hand, uh, you know, uh, but Zuvio is going to be like, no, we're here for a reason. And that reason is justice. We need to go get this crime syndicate. So Zuvio, my number four, Alex, what do you think about him? I think that's great. He'd be a good moral compass. He was in Ooh. one short story and, and which yeah. he was seen to be, yeah, a, a herald of truth and justice on Jakku. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that he's a great choice. He's also got that mystery about him. He'd be yeah. very much in his element on Tatooine because Jakku is basically the same place. Yeah. yeah. Solid I'll- choice. What if in the Mandalorian, what if they go to Jakku? You know, we, we assume Tatooine because we see the designs of some of these set photos and everything. And, uh, you know, it's safe, safe bet. Uh, but what if they end up going to Jakku and we get like Constable Zuvio's uncle or father? <laughs> uh, you'd be happy with that? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I guess this is what, 25-ish years before. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe we see a young Zuvio. A young Zuvio. And, and Zuvio's uncle is shot in front of him. <laughs> Gives him, she, gives him that drive. That drive. That drive, I love it. So that's my number four, Constable Zuvio, which means we're up to your number three. Uh, jumping back to our probable need for animals, I figure mm. they're going to be riding banthas or something out there. I yeah. wanted to go kind of Cobb Vance route with Malakili and having an animal tamer, but mm. instead I went with Ezra. I don't want to have like full-on almost kind of sort of Jedi Ezra. I think I'd rather have him back when he was younger, scrappier, but he still had that very strong ability to uh, commune with animal kind. So he could kind of be our animal tamer and he could also serve as sometimes the moral compass, but he's still young and rash enough that he's not always there. He keeps things interesting. I like this because especially the, the, the being specific about Ezra, this is like staple gun, a lightsaber Ezra, uh, where he's shooting <laughs> yeah. a little, uh, slingshots out everything. And so, yeah, so he's, he's, you know, hasn't been, hasn't run into Darth Maul. He doesn't know the dark side yet. He's just kind of plucky, go get him. And, but he's got some skills. So not quite like cheating with a Jedi, uh, this is like Cobb Vanth recruiting Obi-Wan. This is right. like, uh, I, I like it there. And if you're going to ride some EOP or something on Tatooine um, or Banthas, like you said, yeah, you know, Ezra, Ezra's going to be there. Like, I got this. I'll get us some rides. I'll get us a mount. I like that. Great choice. So my number three, <sighs> going a little bit out of left field there. I think we're going to need a planner. If we're going to a crime syndicate, I'm sure they've got a lair, a headquarters, a base, uh, their own version of Jabba's Palace, or maybe they've moved into Jabba's Palace if this is post the fall of Jabba. So we're going to need someone to plan this. So I figure I got Bl- Black Chrysanthemum's got double the power at number five. Zuvio's got some justice and firepower. I, I don't maybe, I don't need to rely so much on brawn and weaponry right here. I need a mind. I need my, uh, you know, what is it? The George Prepard's character from A-Team. I need the, I need the leader. I need General Crix Maydeen. I'm going with a guy who planned the assault uh, of Endor, the Battle of Endor. I'm going the guy with the pointer stick, the comb over, and the beard. 
I'm going Crick's here, man. I, I need a planner. Does he still have the beard at this point in time? He does. It's a little bit more gray. It's a little weathered. You know, we, we don't really know what happens to him much after. We know in Bloodline, he, uh, um, you know what I mean? Like he, he, I think we think he passed away. We think he died. I don't know, but, but there's a lot of downtime. I, I've still, I'm still convinced he and Mon Mothma dated. They had, they had opened up a bed, bed and breakfast on Chandrilla <laughs> at one point, uh, kind of a, a, a romantic story. We even talked about that on databank brawl, but I think right now, you know, he's, he's a little older. He's, he's out of the military and he's, but he's still got that military mind. I think he'd be a valuable asset to a team. Yeah, I like the idea. I mean, he was one of the rumored victims of that assassination attempt in the Aftermath trilogy, but I yeah. like the idea that he faked his own death to go undercover yeah. and stop crime. Ooh, a new life. Like, he just wanted to get out of the grind. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I could see him, like, like Cobb Vanth runs into him at a bar. Maybe it is Chalman's Cantina, maybe sitting there in the corner, and he's just like, you need help? I can plan <laughs> your attack on the crime syndicate. Well, who are you? I'm Crix Maydane. I think this can work. I like it. Uh, my that's my number three. So we are up to your number two on this posse posse of justice here in Star Wars ranked. Who do you have? Well, I know I've been talking a lot about animals and stuff, but this is still Star Wars. There's still land speeders and actual vehicles lying around. I think it would be good to have some sort of driver on there on mm. the team. I didn't want to go just obvious solo. Like, he had his time in the limelight, so I'm going to pick the only other driver I could even think of, and that's Needles, uh, who's <laughs> the best driver that Solo knew. So, I mean, he's yeah. got to be good, you know, until he died doing that <laughs> thing. But uh, I, I like the yeah. attitude <laughs> that, yeah. that he's just going to go for it, maybe even harder than Han Solo himself would. And yeah. he's going to steal some vehicles for us if we need it. Uh, maybe maybe commandeer is a better word. <laughs> but this. Uh, he, he's going to drive through the streets of Moss Eisley and cause some havoc. And that that's what it's this. all about. We need a Fast and Furious character in here. I, I love it. I mean, you, you could have cho- uh, selected the, the young Han Solo uh, of that crew. You could have could have indeed. But I, that's one of my favorite parts of Solo until he died doing this. Um, and we don't know much about this character, so we could form him ourselves and, and uh, uh, we could put a cool vest on him. He could be like an or like Solo could have. Like Han could have based his outfit on what Needles wore, like an homage to him. You know, I really like uh, I like this out of the box choice here on Needles. Uh, do you know anything else about this character, Alex? Is there is you are Star Wars explained? Can you explain Needles beyond what we know? Uh, I think that's all we've got. But in my head, I do envision him as Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> since that's who played him in Back to the Future. Yes. Yes, that's so funny. Yeah, when that name popped up, I had the same kind of thought. Like flea. That's yeah, great. Right. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, let's say, let's say, you know, maybe needles survived. Maybe Han didn't know that he survived, and now flea can come into the Star Wars universe as everyone's just faking needles. their deaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that works. That works in Star Wars. I like that. I hope Favreau's listening. Maybe they can write in needles a version of needles as they go <laughs> here. So that's your number two. Your driver. Your winner. Needles. So my number two here as well, uh, I was thinking, you know, especially in the spirit of the Mandalorian, I was thinking who who's kind of a one person team. If I need to, if things get hairy, who's going to get us out of trouble? Who's our explosives expert? And I'm going Sabine Wren. 
Yeah, I know she might be a little tied up doing some stuff with Ezra um, as the gardeners come to my studio window right now. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. They are leaf blowing the hell out of my window right now. Um, so Sabine Wren, uh, I'm, you know, she's kind of this, like I said, this one person team, Alex, but we know she likes to play within, within you know, the structure of kind of a family and maybe following, you know, the crew, the ghost and, uh, you know, Phoenix Squadron kind of, uh, you know, dismantled uh, for reasons out of their control. Maybe she wants a new kind of home and purpose and she's not ready to go after Ezra in the Unknown Regions because he's on your crew, so she's going to be on mine. Maybe somehow this is part of her journey to find Ezra. Ooh, even they've, better. They've somehow been taken to Tatooine. <laughs> uh, they're on the trail. She had to split up with Ahsoka for unknown reasons. She's, yeah. she's off chasing another lead. She's like, she walks into the bar. She's like, is this the unknown regions? They're like, it seems, <laughs> it seems like it, but no, 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 no. It's just Tatooine. It's the plan <laughs> that's farthest from, um, which as we know is, is no longer true. It's just, it's just what Luke felt at the time. So Sabine ran, she's got the weaponry. She's got the, the jet pack. She's got all the cool bells and whistles. Uh, and I think, uh, she's also got some leadership skills too. So that's my number Two. So before we get to your number one, I'll go first because I love my guest to end the show with their number one. So my number one, well, we're talking about justice. We're talking about someone who's going to stand strong and who's going to uh, form up uh, a justice posse of, of her own. And uh, she's already done that. She's, uh, you know, I'm so intrigued by this character. I want to know more about this character, both past and the future. Uh, and that is Infus Nest. Uh, at least the Infus Nest version we see in Solo, because I believe that, to me, that's kind of a name, uh, a mask and a mantle. So I believe her mother might have been called Infus Nest as well, and there might be more Infus Nest to follow. Or maybe I'm wrong, and it's the character's name. I'm not Star Wars Explained. Alex is, all right? All right, I don't have to learn all this stuff until it's a trivia contest. So I'm (laughs) going with Infus Nest as my number one, Alex. No, I don't even know if it is a name or a title. I guess I kind of thought that it was a title that went with the helmet, but... Yeah. Who, who knows? And that's a great pick. I really like now that you're mentioning it, I would love it if Infus Nest were in The Mandalorian. I think she'd be a great fit. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean that I mean that can work. I mean time frame that that's what we're looking at 15 maybe 18 years or so after Solo, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the math. Solo is 10 years before New Hope. So yeah, we're looking at that time frame. A little bit of older Emphis Nest. You might have to, you know, maybe Aaron Kellerman couldn't play the character at that point. Maybe she could. I don't know. I'd like to see Aaron Kellerman uh, do more with uh, the Emphis Nest character in Star Wars. But, yeah, it's an intriguing character. It's just to, to what the, this, if she's just from Savarine. I don't know. There's still a lot of blank spots, and I love it. I love that idea, but I love it. Reforming a crew, uh, this is a person who would drop what she was doing to go help something for the greater good, to be part of a greater cause. And if Cobb Vanth, the sheriff of Freetown, said, Emphis, I need some help, I, I got to imagine she'd show up and she'd be a great number one behind Cobb Vanth. You've got such a great crew of hats right now. You got <laughs> Cobb and Emphis and Zubio. You took all the best hats, man. Well, and Crix Maydine, I mean, that hair's almost a hat, so that counts <laughs> as well. You know, Chris Santan, doesn't he have like a headband? I'm trying to remember. I always got the eye scar, but that's about all I can remember. <laughs> Uh, so that is my crew, Black Santan, Constable Zuvia, General Crick's mating, Sabine Wren, and Emphis Nest. Now we need to round out your crew. Who is your number one? I didn't really realize this until I, I'm just looking at my list again now, and I 
picked three people from Solo, but I mean, it's <laughs> it makes sense. It's a Western and all that. So I, yeah. I went with Val. I thought oh, that nice. Val, again, like Rio, she was taken from us too soon. Mm-hmm. I want more from her. I want to see what she's all about. I, I think that, I mean, not only would it just be interesting to see, but mm-hmm. you can watch her and you just know that she can handle herself and that there's more to her than just that. She's got connections with people like Bosk and whoever the Zan sisters are. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I have to imagine that she has many skills beyond just grappling hooks and shooting. Yeah. I, I think that she's got a lot going for her that we just didn't get a chance to see. Yeah, absolutely. And if you, you know, the solo novelization, Myrtle Lafferty dives into a little bit more to this character, this idea that she she kind of loved this life and that even even if she believed, I don't think she believed Tobias would ever step out of this life, but that maybe she got a sense that he did and this is what she loves and she kind of died doing what she loved in a way, as sad and tragic that was, especially for fans of the character. Um, there's something there that said she's so strong. And to hear uh, Tandy Newton describe the character and the influence of her own mother in the real world and, and how she described in that, and that solo extra, the, the round table conversation. Uh, I think it even adds even more to the character of Val. And I think we'll get some stories hopefully one day uh, where she's maybe, you know, more in the front, maybe how her and Beckett found each other. Cause the Beckett comic uh, it's again, focused more on Beckett uh, and then, than Val. So I think there's a lot more, I would hope there's definitely a lot more to mine with this character, but she'd be a great number one. And if Cobb Vanth is busy, much like I think my choice of Memphis nest, your choice, Alex Val could run this team if she was given the opportunity. Yeah. I, I kind of see this as mostly a partnership between yeah. all members, except for uh chopper and Ezra probably should be, <laughs> One and needles, yeah. needles needs to be kept under control. That's true. Rio, well, Val Cobb, I think they could all take equal part in in planning and executing. Yeah, and I lo- I love that you chose uh, three characters from Solo, two main ones because it is it is a western. It's a it's a crew in a way. It's a criminal crew, um, you know. But it is kind of the same kind of thing, and that's and, and that's. I think the novel, you know, with with uh, what's the character name uh, Corso uh, or Kelso? What's the, Corso, right? Corso, the, yeah. Corso, the gunner. You get to spend a little more time with him. I think um, you get to spend a little more time with the crew in the solo novel. Um, and I think that's what uh, some people did feel cheated about, not just about the, the character deaths, but maybe we didn't see the team gel as much as we wanted. But I love Solo. I, I know you love Solo as well. Um, so it's great that you picked some characters from there. And I got my Infus Nest. She uh, is is featured there prominently, as we know. So Solo represented a Solo, a Star Wars posse justice crew story. So that is your crew, Chopper Rio, Ezra Bridger, Needles, Val, Named after the Val Accord, of course. I think uh, these are good crews. Maybe these crews, maybe Cobb Vanth could put these crews together and race in and save the day against that crime syndicate, Alex. I don't know. I think they could. I think so. So that is our crew. Do you guys have a crew? Well, let us know. Reach out using the hashtag Star Wars Ranked and put together your own crew to take down a criminal syndicate on Tatooine. We're going to do this again. I love getting inside the minds of my guests here in Star Wars Ranked. Geek Girl Diva's crew is great. Alex has got a great crew. And Alex, I thank you so much for popping on. I think a lot of people know who you are, but there might be some who are like, who's this great guy with this wealth of Star Wars knowledge? Tell them who you are, where, where they can find you. Uh, yeah, we run a YouTube channel, Star Wars Explained. That's me and my wife, Molly. And we are also on Twitter, at Star Wars Explained. And, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all those places. 
Absolutely. Uh, you can find us at Force Center Pod. Find me at Ken Napsack. Use the hashtag Force Center, or as I said, hashtag Star Wars Rank to join this particular conversation. We are on YouTube, and Alex does our uh, intros to the Data Bank Brawl Encore presentations. As always, thank you for that, sir. Absolutely. I love working on the kind of just different stuff. Making those fun little like video game intros is a blast. We appreciate you also did the intro for Four Center Meets, and hopefully you cried at our big dark letter in memoriam. You just keep bringing that. People keep sending that to me. Do you know that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't escape it. <laughs> oh, great, good. That's good. It's finding its true audience. You. <laughs> Uh, so you guys out there listening, you can go to our our YouTube page and check out some of that stuff. And you, if you'd like, can uh, go to Tee Public and buy some T-shirts, including our Speculate Responsibly shirt. And as always, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash center if you like. So that is it for now for Alex, for myself, and for Cobb Vanth and his two posses of justice. Star Wars has been ranked. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 